What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Episode 20 Individualistic Response. It's too early in the morning for cold, hard truths. I want to keep the blanket on for a little while longer. Please just let me sleep. There's no snooze alarm. Life is growth. And in order to grow, you have to feed and water the mind. We create these easy pathways of thinking to just get through the day, to just get by, to just survive. We go on autopilot, it seems. We mentally check out. Eyes go blank. Take it one day at a time. One bill at a time. One day off at a time. Why think beyond that? It's too tiring. It's too early in the morning for cold, hard truths. I want to keep the blanket on for a little while longer. Please, just let me sleep. There's no snooze alarm. Get up. Get up. Wake up. Can't you see? The choice is free. One more moment sitting here and you know you're no longer free. Job and bills have you on a leash. Can you go anywhere you please? How many countries did you visit last week? What is stopping you from making the choice you want to make? What illusory mental blockage is tricking you into making a different decision? Then you wonder why you have anxiety. Then you wonder why you can't sleep. Then you wonder why you snap at work. What the fuck am I doing? The choice is free. But a lot of people like to live on autopilot. They want to feel grounded. They can sleep at night thinking there are such things as normal decisions. They can sleep better at night thinking this is the right way to live. Everyone hates their job, right? Everyone eats shit, right? Gotta make it to the top. Gotta worship those at the top, right? I realized I had a choice. I realized the greatest currency there is in this universe is the effect that you have on others. I made the choice that I wanted to have a lasting impact on not only those around me in the present moment, but those I have yet to meet, those future generations that will come along. For me, I love the power that art has to bring people together and to bridge any language barriers there may be. And I've tried to create art that has a energy to it, has a feeling. In the description for the Meta Party Vibes pieces, I put that I want to curate trippy vibes for life 
is but a meta party and your vibe attracts your tribe. Know that the greatest currency there is in this universe is the effect you have on others. What effect did you have? Was it positive? Can you take a good long look in the mirror and say you did everything in your power to have a positive impact on the last person you interacted with? I wanted these pieces to be an escape. I want them to just stare at it, take a deep breath. No, there will always be more ideas than time, just as there will be more thoughts than spoken words. Say what you have to say while you have the ability to say it. Be bold. Face hard truths about yourself. Face that vulnerability. Embrace that feeling. Grow from it. Learn from it. You woke up today with that simple act. You're already more resilient than the day before if you choose to see it. I've also wanted my art to help broaden perspective and a lot of what I talk about today will kind of be some reflections on some questions, you know, um, this is the 20th episode and there are certain questions that, you know, I asked leading into doing the first episode and like going into this podcast of like why I wanted to do this and uh, what I was going to talk about and, um, you know, how often I would do it once a week and uh, would it be multiple times a week. But I think starting out once a week is, uh, it's been great. Um, it goes by really fast, you know, already on episode 20, which is just crazy um, to think about. Um, but going back and just kind of thinking of those questions that I asked about what this podcast was for and my why, my reason, um, and one of the things I thought about, you know, is the millions of people making countless hours of videos and it just at one point just seems like it's just all noise. Um, so there really has to be this underlying why I'm doing this podcast and I want to start by just saying the energy I feel on days that I get up to do this podcast. It's a universal life energy that is passing through me. You know, I woke up more than an hour before my alarm and I was just up and I didn't even bother uh, thinking of going back to bed for, you know, that extra hour and 20 minutes. I was just up, walked to Ranger, came back. Um, I didn't turn it off the computer last night. Um, so I just got right into it. Render was still going. I like to do, uh, my renders overnight. It's called backtasking. <laughs> so had a 
two hour render going while sleeping and uh, that was still going. And it actually would have been perfect timing if I had waken up with my alarm. It would have been done like a few minutes before then. Um, so that finished while I was still up and just started right. It was a mixture of writing and also going through this folder of, of writing that I've done. Um, just kind of looking back at different morning writings. I like to do that for inspiration, you know, and just thinking about different topics and, um, these morning writings, I just, I can't express enough of just all of the different benefits. And it's on days like this, like a lot of them, I will write and forget about it. Like I don't return to it right away. I don't even want to really, but you give it time, you give it, you know, six, seven years. Um, and you realize how much change has happened since then. And like what your mental state was then. Um, and it really is like a documentation on your life. Um, and can really, you know, give perspective and you start to see life at that, at that point, um, differently than you do, especially when it's something, uh, an obstacle, uh, that you're facing at that time, something looming over, and then you get over it and you see it, you know, from that other side of that event happening, you know, that worry or whatever it may be. And with this perspective that I have now that I've been really, really practicing over and over, um, with myself and it is a practice. It's not something that is permanent, right? Um, when you're making these changes, these mental changes, like it's not something that just, you know, all of a sudden happens and you're going to have different times where it's tested. Right. And it's in those moments when it's tested that you know if you've done enough practice um, and and like even meditation is a practice it is something that you must practice you must continue to practice right and it's not something you just do once and you're just immediately good at it like no you, you continually to get better and that is the mental fortitude and uh, the mental emotional maze, the daily emotional maze uh, that we go through and the choices we make create these pathways that lead to your reaction. And the more times you go down that path in that emotional maze, the more worn out it gets and the easier it gets to walk down and whatever that may be right for you. We're all individuals. We all have our pathway that we take. And from my personal experience and my struggle has been anger um, and getting over that pathway and creating a new pathway in the brain for you to react, um, in stressful moments. 
and having to overcome that now from a health perspective, right? Like, uh, the, the panic attacks and, uh, going to the hospital because of that. And then what I went through with the heart of like, you know, you really got to get that in check, uh, in those stressful moments, you have to be able to handle those waves of emotions as they come. Um, and so it's been a learning process and it's been a practice uh, these past few years here of doing this. But I feel like I am really getting to this next step here and really appreciating this reading from Eckhart Tolle. Um, even though it's just, it still blows my mind. And it's like, it was right in front of me this whole time because of what, you know, Jim, I've been just a huge fan of Jim Carrey and just everything that he has been talking about over the last decade, right? It feels like he had this change in mindset and it was coming across this book and this teaching of Eckhart Tolle um, and being so present right now and not dedicating your energy to past and future worry. And it goes again to what I'm talking about with these morning writings of going back and seeing what a, a worry or a stressor I was dealing with and how I was thinking of it then, um, before this change in mindset. And it's the ability to see that difference and to see this person that that wrote this as a character, see myself as a character, you know, and ask certain questions about the environment and uh, upbringing and how the environment affected that. And it goes to what I was talking about um, with leave it all out there of that mindset. And that dream I had of going back and with a different mindset and more emotionally intelligent. I know these podcast episodes are just a splurge of words and it may not even make total sense. Um, but like I said in episode 18, they are just momentary glimpses into my life as an indefatigable artist. Um, I'm just going along this journey and have gone many years like this. Uh, you know, even with these morning writings, you know, going back and like coming across morning writings that I have from 2013, you know, 2014, 2017, all of those years. Right. And, you know, it's 2023 now, like that's 10 years of material and it's so much. And some of them turned into like short stories that I would continue to write about. And even some of those short stories I have forgotten of like, Oh wow. I actually, I, I remember that I wrote the, a whole script about that. Okay. May have to do that, you know, and make a video of that. There's just so many of those moments. Um, because I do enter, you know, this kind of flow state, uh, 
when doing them that you enter that flow state and maybe, you know, my other conscious self like doesn't think of it all. And it goes to memorizing poetry too of like, feels like it's a different part of you that's, that's writing certain poems. Um, and I also feel like, you know, before publishing those books, uh, I was really quiet and, um, in the background behind the camera, behind the, the keyboard. Um, and I unfortunately didn't, uh, take content creation seriously as so many my age did. You know, I grew up in the age of the streamer, um, and seeing so many now, you know, at, at the time I didn't even pay attention really, uh, to it at all. Uh, I was really late to even creating an Instagram. Uh, I was on Facebook and that was really only to talk to, uh, family in Michigan. Um, when I moved away, uh, family and friends, uh, when I moved away and then I didn't really, uh, get on other things. Like, you know, I didn't really care for it. I was just IRL <laughs> in real life. Um, more so, uh, but now from this other perspective of seeing the value that content creation can take, um, going from focusing on writing my novels, uh, to then trying to find my way visually in graphic design and video editing, just learning, constantly learning, never not learning growth mindset. What happened happened and could not have happened any other way. I'm here now and am now seeing the true value that content creation can provide. Asking question of why and my why is try to help raise emotional intelligence to bring a creative solution to have a more solution-based mindset versus pointing to a problem and just saying oh there's a problem I want to do what I can to make this a more emotionally intelligent world that we live in. And I've come to this conclusion based on questions about this podcast. And like I said, some I did ask before starting, um, kind of had a sense of where I wanted to go, but it's, uh, felt like I've been chiseling away at this rock and I still continue to chisel at this rock to see what reveals itself and going with that um, and just going with this flow. And I, I truly appreciate anyone coming along this journey with me. It's been like a self discovery in a way. And uh, it's really pushed um, me writing more and going back to old writing and, um, working it out, working out those short stories and seeing what I can do with it now. Um, but, uh, it's been great to, uh, find this new self-expression, 
Um, and it was those episodes too. I did with my questioning with chat GPT, how can humans intellectually compete with the exponential rise of artificial intelligence? And the answers it gave were based around emotional intelligence, explicitly saying emotional intelligence and creative problem solving. We have to get more creative on how we solve problems. Solution-based mindset. What are we doing as a collective to help solve those problems that everyone just keeps pointing at all around us? We all have an individualistic responsibility. We all have an individualistic response, each and every one of us, to our environment. So what can I do to help? Just yell and scream about there being a problem? What good will that energy do? Why not put that energy to a creative solution? Like I said earlier, so many just tune out. They go on autopilot, blank stare, just barely getting by. They're barely, they're white knuckling it. And I hear you. I get it. It's an emotionally draining ups and downs. You just got to ride it. It is what other choice you have? Dying is easy. Living is hard. Living is having to go through those valleys, having to go over those peaks. Peaks can be just as, if not more so draining, emotionally draining, physically draining. And you don't feel that until you're on the other side and you're coming down and you're like, oh shit, I was way up there. Now I got to come down. Fuck. It's hard on this journey. It's long. And where are we going? Where are we going on this journey? Where are we going? Carrying all these daily problems that seem to just pile up on our fucking back. One solid rock at a time. like I'm just gonna collapse right here just let me lay here and sleep at least when I sleep I can escape the harsh sting the incessant ringing in my fucking ear at least when I sleep I don't think about those who are no longer here with me those whose voice I will never hear again, those whose laugh will never brighten my day again. At least when I sleep, I can dream. I can dream of the life that I actually want to live, but I've been too afraid to act on, too afraid to learn what I have to do, too afraid to face those hard truths about myself. 
the truth that I lost my self-confidence because of my environment as a teen and feel like I have spent years, if not over a decade, trying to find it again. Last episode, I talked about the dream I had of going back to high school where I was mentally older, more emotionally intelligent. How it was a mindset. And I was in the right mindset, able to rise above my environment. From that dream, I put that mindset to the test when I went to perform poetry for the first time the other night. It's the first time performing poetry before a live audience. First time performing poetry in New York City. I had intended on doing the performance from memory, but I feel uh, I failed in that. I had practiced as much as I could leading up to it. But it was like I heard them say, Bleas is next. And it was like my mind went blank. <laughs> and then it was like a flash. And then I got into my head about the whole thing. like, And I, I was also thrown off, I have to admit. Um, but again, it's allowing my environment to affect me. But there was a stand-up comedian that went up before me. And I, it just threw me completely off. I, I was completely thrown off by the stand-up comedy right before I was going to go up and kind of share some heartfelt poetry. And it was like, oh man, I'm going to completely change the mood. It's going to be like a, a whole swing. I was like, damn, like I, it just threw me off. And then I really got in my head about like, oh wow, they're not even going to want to hear this poem now uh, after just having laughed so hard. I was laughing too. It was really funny. It's nothing against um, the stand-up comedian whatsoever, whatsoever. It was just my mind mindset uh going into this you know i wanted to kind of share this emotional poem and like had this kind of performance in my head that i'd been practicing you know leading up to this because i really was and really did have every intention of doing this performance from memory um but like i said it's my first one my first time you got to start from somewhere. Um, it was a learning experience. So I did end up using my phone as a crutch. Uh, I still think it went pretty well. Again, a starting point. I'm going to learn from that experience and get better as I go. And I do intend on doing a lot more open mics and book readings throughout New York. It's why we're here. It's for the experience. We're going to be getting out there and trying to hit up these open mics and really practice this and really hone this, uh, poetry performance, um, because it, it, it is that energy that I want to, I want to give. Um, and I do feel like I have shied away from that as an artist and I need to pursue that now given, you know, this journey that I've been on. And I think this is the next step of, of this journey. 
and you know, it's streaming, it's, it's getting out there more, it's doing this podcast more, it's getting out there more and less, you know, less behind the camera and more in front of the camera, less behind the keyboard and in front of the microphone. Right. Um, but I was also really inspired, you know, by the headliner, uh, poet, he was really incredible and he could speak from memory, um, really perform his, his poems, even stopping to engage with the audience, repeat a line and then keep going. Uh, it was really captivating and, uh, inspiring for, for myself who is learning how to perform, um, and is learning how to perform poetry that I wrote, you know, in the quietness of my own office. Um, but in my first performance, I chose a couple poems that I have read in Twitter spaces before. And I will say Twitter spaces have been a great help in practicing, um, reading my poetry and performing it, um, before an audience, seeing their reaction, getting feedback. Um, it's been, it's been really great. And uh, I looked forward to doing more poetry spaces and offering a space for other poets to, to do the same. Cause, uh, it, it w- I could feel that when I did this performance of like, I was grateful, uh, to have had that platform to, to practice on. And I'm also grateful to everyone who listens to the Indefatigable Artist podcast. This has also been a great place for self-expression. Um, like I said, it's definitely got me writing more poetry um, and then getting to perform that poetry for you as well. Um with that said, I want to end this episode by doing the same reading I did for the live poetry performance. Um, you know, shout out colorful. She did record it. I haven't brought myself to watch it yet. I want to give it a little bit more time, uh, a little time separation. I know I didn't do my best at that reading. So I know in my head what I need to work on. I will get to the point where I can watch that video, but it is not right now. Um, So uh, I want to do this for people that weren't there. Appreciate everyone that did show up there. It was a full room. Shout out Brooklyn Art Cave for hosting the open mic event, which is the last Saturday of every month. Um. You can get a ticket for $10, a guest ticket for $10. Not bad for an entire night of entertainment. Um, you know, support small artists means a lot. Uh, and shout out to the troublemakers for hosting the event. Uh, they do a really great job and uh, incredible talent as well. So without further ado, here is the piece that I uh, performed on my first live poetry performance. Trigger warning, I have a pen and a tongue and I'm not afraid to use either one. 
Take a trip down memory lane, deep, far back in the brain, where your conscience looks like a speck of grain. What all do you see? Be easy. Memory can burn worse than a third degree. Memory is free. Memory is yours. Use memory to foresee. Write your memories down before memory flees. Past is past. Today it can't harass. Memory can strain so you don't live in vain. Yet memory can stain worse than blood on a shirt. Memory can hurt worse than any physical pain. Memory is pure. Memory endures. Time makes memory a blur. Memories are surreal. Memory is so real. Memory reveals experiences from the past, experiences so powerful, even today, a shadow is cast. Amazing how time creeps so fast. Rest in peace. Your life has ceased. If you could live again, would you live the same? Before I can truly rest in peace, I must express every piece of my soul. In life, it's never too late to change. Life is lived at a fast pace, racing to a lifeless finish line. Look at what's inside. How long can you hide? How long can you push your conscience aside? Don't have to abide. Just try. Inner strength is free. Inner strength will set you free. Free yourself now before they start saying your name with rest in peace. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks available at Bleast.com. Let's go further together, one step at a time. See you next week.